0: I don't know whether you can hear me or not. Maybe some of what I'm saying will I go through. Welcome back to Trust God Bro, episode four. Today I have Mason Jones with me, and I'm really excited about this episode because, um, and I said this last time, I know guys, but we just have a really rich thing. Today we're talking about gifts and spiritual gifts and gifting in your life and I think it's something that I like to think about. Basically Mason is a, a runner from Eastern Illinois. I got to meet him last summer and we got to do a lot of life together. We lived with each other for like two months and we worked at Dollywood, Dolly Parton's theme park, where we scooped dip and Dots and the whole sheville. But uh, yeah, so I mean that's how I first met Mason. Uh, yeah, if you want to introduce yourself, Mason, kind of give us a little feedback. like. Who are you? And my name's
1: like Dayton said, uh, Mason. I'm uh, going to be a junior at Eastern Illinois University. I'm studying computer science and philosophy, and yeah, I run cross country and track on the EIU uh, athletics teams. Like Dayton said, was with him over the summer. We were staying in the same uh, mm-hmm. motel room, and he was leading me and helping me grow in my faith, and so it was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. No. It's. It's cool because like Mason and I, we're doing like an online uh, discipleship thing too the summer and Mason's actually leading the group and he's leading me. And so I feel like, so basically Mason is really intelligent as far as like theology and in general. But so I think that's part of the reason why I wanted Mason to come on because he has a special, a gifting in that and speaking and teaching. I feel like he's really good at that. And so that's why I'm excited for this because it's going to be really rich. I don't know if you guys will catch on, but this is going to be a really theological rich thing and we're not going to go into everything, but we're kind of going to give you guys the overview of what it means to trust God with your individual gifting and how does that work out? What does that actually mean for you? So yeah, I mean, Mason and I, we met each other last summer and I mean, it was a wild ride. We lived in this this room, the door fell down out of this place. It, half the bottom half of the door fell apart on us. Yeah. Like half like actually
1: no, like just a few weeks into the summer. We yeah. closed it one time and the bottom half just fell off when we closed it. We were like, What the heck?
0: Yeah. It's so it's a motel we stayed at and it was run down, you know, the roof was leaking. Uh but can I I mean it was sanctifying, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, Dude, I loved it. That was great. <laughs> it was it was good for us. It really was. So yeah, I, hopefully that gives you a better picture. When I was thinking about this topic, it just made me think back to when I was like, you know, 13, 14 or something like that. And I was going to bed one night and I was just really thinking, it's like, what is my like individual gift? I was just really curious because we, we're all made for God's glory and we all have an individual role. And as a child, I just really wanted to know, like, what is my role? Like, does it, does it matter what my role is? Like, did... Does it is it important? Should we all be like the same? So I was kind of going through these questions and it just it just made me excited to talk about this. So uh, the first question we're going to talk about is like, what are gifts? Like, wh- what does it mean? So do you think you can shed some light on that, Mason? Like, what does it mean for to have a gift in something? Yeah. So I think just in the Bible, you kind of see two
1: uses of kind of the word gifts. And one is Gifts like external gifts gifts from God uh, for the church for the body of Christ and for individual believers you mentioned Ephesians 4 11 through thirteen that God gave the apostles the prophets the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers uh, to equip the saints for the work of ministry, building up the body of Christ like those are gifts that God gives for the church and that could be like people like apostles prophets evangelists mm-hmm. and Ephesians is what Paul talks about and those are things that Kind of are easy to kind of wrap our minds around as just gifts. They're physical things that God gives for His church and for His children. And then there are also uh, just internal spiritual gifts, like, or internal gifts, which is what we would mostly equate with spiritual gifts, like the ways in which God equips believers to carry out the callings that He's placed on their lives, like the apostles giving them the gift of teaching, of preaching, of, you know, being able to communicate the gospel well and giving them boldness that boldness was a gift as well um and so those are the things that those come directly from the spirit um and it's a result of the spirit working in a believer's heart
0: and so Hmm. yeah so would you say there's like a difference between like like you're talking about like spiritual gifts and like normal gifts like you know intelligence or um, you know, any other ability? Like, is there a difference between that? I mean, I think it's
1: just like this with a lot of different topics, but I think also with spiritual gifts and just gifts in general is mm-hmm. drawing sharp distinctions is usually not a good idea. Yeah. And so it's like, I mean, God just lav This is just God's grace lavished on his church mm-hmm. uh, and his children. And so, uh, seeing both of those gifts through that lens kind of helps. Like you see them, they're very related. Like, uh, God equips the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers with these spiritual gifts. and then he presents these people that are equipped with spiritual gifts as gifts for the church. And so yeah. he yeah like equips the church with these people that he's equipped with spiritual gifts. and so
0: yeah so the verse we're talking about is Ephesians 4:11 through 13. I'm going to read that real quick. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And so, like what this is saying, like Mason is saying, it's like this, the whole purpose of the, the apostles, the pro- prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. So that we all may be um, mature in Christ, you know, come to the knowledge. And so it's all for the building up the body of Christ so that uh, God's church can be strengthened and, yeah, his glory can be seen. So that's kind of the purpose of that.
1: Yeah, and 1 Peter four ten through 11 uh, kind of expounds on this really well. It says, and this is the ESV, "...as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's very hmm. grace." Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Hmm. And so what that's saying is like God has given just these diverse, just abundant spiritual gifts for the sake of building up the body of Christ and ultimately of manifesting the glory of God. And just uh, kind of the driving force behind this is God's supremacy. Peter ends kind of this section with, to him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Like, God is supreme over creation, both in magnificence and in power um, from eternity. Mm. And so that's kind of what should always motivate our gifting is displaying that, is like Mm. how we use our gifts and how we discern our gifts is always like, all right. How can this be used for the body of Christ, ultimately for the glory of God?
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's not about the gift itself, but it's about to the purpose that's being served to the glory of God. And, you know, you can see that like, similarly, like, I feel like we can do the same thing with like the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we think it's like, it can all be about like the gifts of like, you know, speaking in tongues or making much of like the actual thing yeah. when it's all about taking us to Jesus in John 17 Jesus says in his high priestly prayer that the Holy Spirit would come to bear witness, to bear witness about Jesus. And so the, if the Holy Spirit isn't taking us to Jesus, it's not the Holy Spirit because it's, it's to take our eyes off ourselves and see him. So yeah, I think what you're saying is like the whole purpose is to show God's glory. And I, I like that verse a lot. Which verse was that again? Uh, 1 Peter 4, 10-11. So to help give you guys some better vision, we'll talk about a little bit about what we have seen some parts of our gifts I think God's been using. And I think also when we were talking about earlier, it's like, how do gifts work? And I, I was talking to someone once and he was I asked him, I was like, what do you think Paul's gift was? And he was like, well, I think one of Paul's gifts was his mind. Like he was really intellectual. It's like apart from... God giving him that gift is like, he wouldn't have had that. So I think it's like, it's more complex than we want to make it sometimes. And yeah. so it's like, not just like a two dimensional thing, but God has given us a lot of things in our lives that made us who we are today, experiences that have happened. And so, uh, so like for me, I think part of, of what God has worked in my life is just to be really relational, um, between, my dad, who's really relational, and the people I've met in my life, and even just like my character, I can relate to people, and I feel um, compassionate for people. We all uh, do, but I think um, that's part of what God's done in my life, and I think just from what I've seen in Mason's life, um, since I've known him, is just that his intentionality in reading the Word, but also like teaching it and going for the meaning like it's not just like one thing you're trying to go for is like you're not trying just to get a good thought out but you really care about what is the word actually telling us and that's really important for being a teacher is to hold true to the word of god and not to waver and so that's like it's a really good model for me uh, but yeah i mean have you thought much about like your gifts mason like what do you think some of your personal um, gifting is yeah, I think, um,
1: and you actually, I think when you were talking about your gifting with just being relational, that kind of brings up something that was on my mind of, like, not all gifts are like bestowed at like the moment of conversion and stuff. Mm. Like, God, God's unique gifting for us um, is like something that precedes us even becoming a Christian, like everything we have is grace. And Mm. it's when we become a Christian that um, like, and we receive the spirit Mm. that the spirit molds um, what God has created us to be into the service of God. And like um, for me, I was just, you know, I'm a student. Like I love learning and I'm also, I love sharing what I've learned with other people. And then since becoming a Christian, um, I found just a love for like, bringing people just to see just the beauty and hopefully sharing just a passion for Mm. God's word because, I mean, I think I just, God's really blessed me, um, to see that it really is worth just our whole hearts. And so Mm. that's something that like, like before I was a Christian, um, if I was into something, I wanted everyone to like know how great that thing was. And yeah. so I think just, yeah, like a gift that I had that was cultivated by the spirit was just, um, just an ability to glory in things that are glorious. And hmm. yeah, I mean like it's in Jeremiah. It's like, but him who glories, I think that's the RSV esv translate let him who boasts but let him who glories glories in this that he knows and understands me that i'm lord who practices steadfast love justice and righteousness in the earth yeah like that is what like that good desire in our hearts is for is like man sharing the joys of our hearts it's like the joy of our hearts is always supposed to be the lord Hmm. and so i think that was that's a gifting that i've had is just just a joy in that and a burden for that
0: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, for example, like, Mason will take a passage, say, like, this morning, like, you're going through Colossians 1, verses 1 and 2, and you spent, like, I mean, like, you each word and each way, he's, like, taking it in its context, and he's spending, like, hours just, like, studying it, like, what does this mean, and looking at it in the Greek and Hebrew, and not a lot of people can do that. It's, like, not a lot of people have the patience to do that. And it's a gift to the church. It's like we, me, I benefit from that, just hearing uh, what the whole purpose of each, all parts of theology, you know, it's like, if we don't have leaders in that way, it's like we're going to be lost. And so I think it's really cool because last summer I was just around a lot of people and I think that for the first time I really saw we have really unique gifts and everyone has ways that God works in their hearts. Like, I've seen, like, people that's are just, like, really zealous for God, and they just love sharing their faith, and uh, it's just, and it's it's helpful to see. It's like, we're not all supposed to be the same. So it's like, when I look at Mason, it's like, I, I'm i not, like, a Mason, but I, I can... He encourages me to be like him in that way. It's like, I look at an evangelist, it's like, I might not have, like, per se, the gift of evangelism, but I can still be encouraged it's like i want to share my faith like that and we're going to talk more about like actually like is is it good to actually know your gifts like should we know our gifts um because that's i think that's part of the discussion but yeah do you have any thoughts on that mason yeah
1: no i think yeah like you brought up a really good point like over the summer just seeing just the living out of that part in first peter four ten when it says uh, as each has received a gift used it to serve one another as uh, good stewards of God's varied grace. Like the diversity of God's grace lavished on us in the forms of just these varied gifts um, is glorifying to God. And that's the most glorifying to God is seeing mm. these gifts manifest in so many different ways. And yeah. so it's good to have gifts that are, you know, different among believers. It's like Dayton, is very differently spiritually gifted than I am. I'm not as good relationally. And so, and that's, I mean, something where something that I need to grow in. It's not like just because I'm not gifted in mm-hmm. it that, you know, I completely ignore that facet of yeah. my life. Like, oh, I'm not relational. Yeah. I should just not try to make relationships. But hmm. it's like, I mean, you need, I need to be relational in order to put my gifts into the service of the body of christ as best as possible and so
0: yeah no it's like the body of christ is unity not uniformity it's like he wants us all to be we're striving after the same goal and it's like i can be encouraged by mason mason's encouraged by me and yeah i mean i think it helps us to not be as jealous or in a way of like oh man i wish like i could uh, be like this person but it's like I praise God for this person because they help me grow in my faith in this certain way and it just when you see it in the light of like we're all on the same team we're working for the gospel people have different gifts and this is really good and God delights in that it's like God loves to bring lots of different people together I think it's really cool so
1: yeah and I think like you kind of touched on it like that's another thing that really helps keep pride out of it and keep, I mean the comparison out of it is recognizing this is from God for the service of God, uh, ultimately for the glory of God. It's like, this is like for the sake of building up the body of Christ, uh, of building up a holy priesthood for God. It's like, this isn't like, Oh, I'm special with this gift. It's like, no, it's it's a gift. It's like I'm not special because my parents gave me a car for my birthday. Mm-hmm. It's like my parents are that like I praise my parents. It's like, man, mm-hmm. you guys <laughs> got me a car. It's yeah. It's how much more with like eternal like gifts of eternal weight to of like service of mm. the sovereign god of creation.
0: Yeah, that's that's a really helpful analogy. So now you're probably asking yourself, it's like, how do I discern what my gifts are? Like, how do, how do I know what gifts God has given me? And because that's what, I mean, that's what I was asking myself when I was like 14. I asked myself that today. It's like, what are my gifts? I want to know more because I want to know how I can be used. And uh, we have to be careful here because it's, it's not like finding an Enneagram type. It's not like you're trying to decide, it's like, oh, take this test. You are a, you know, ENFP type three or whatever but like or you know your your spiritual gift is evangelism it's clear-cut but it's complex and it's there's not just one way to tell what your gift is actually it's like it's and in fact like we're not the defining deciding factor in what our gifts are yeah i think
1: you hit on it well is like to decide that uh like this is what my gift is And so this is what I'm going to do is Mm. to put the cart before the horse. It's like, uh, instead, what you do is you turn to God's word, you turn to prayer, um, and you uh, let that compel you into service of the body of Christ. And whatever, like, calling that God has placed on your life, however he's equipped you for that calling, that is your spiritual gifting. So it's, you learn your spiritual gifting best through just enacting uh, God's will in your life as best you can see from God's word. And so that takes an important concept that is vital in just about every aspect of the Christian (laughs) life of taking your eyes off of self and placing them on God. And that is just as important for discerning spiritual gifts as it is for Bible study, um, prayer, um, just having a, a worldview that is consistently devoted to intentionally taking your heart off of yourself and pl- fixing it on God. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, like, it's not, this is my spiritual gift, and so that's how I should serve, but this is the way that the Word of God compels me to serve uh, the body of Christ, and so this is how I can see that he's gifted me for that service. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just... Primarily, what God has called on your life, not oh, what do I feel like I can do best?
0: Yeah, it's like as you're reading God's word, it's like you're you're seeing all these things. It's like, go out, serve the body. You know, help. Uh, you know, use um, what God has given you. But it's like you don't have to find out what it is. It's like as you're serving, it's like you're seeing. It's like that. This is how the manner in which God is working through me is like, that's how you see part of your spiritual gifting.
1: Yeah. No, like for example, uh, over the summer last year, um, I totally going into that summer was like, yeah, no, I'm going to be a software developer. Like (laughs) I've had this idea in my brain for over 10 years. Like that's just what I'm going to do. I always just, that was my entire plan Mm -hmm. for my life. I had it planned out. And then as I kind of, really got more and more uh, just in the habit of really hmm. meditating on and studying and dwelling on God's word and sharing my faith with others. And also just um, talking about my faith with other Christians. I realized, man, I love just getting in the word of God, like just dwelling on it. And then also talking about that with others and teaching others. Hmm. Like, and I was like, man, man, I could do this for a job that'd be amazing then I realized oh wait I can it a job. <laughs> so it, it really was like just yeah. experientially like as you just live the Christian life mm-hmm. God I mean God will direct your heart he sanctifies your heart and that is just general sanctification through which he makes you more holy and more like him and then also how he uh, uses the spirit to equip your heart and uh, like we said mold your just innate natural gifting um for the purposes of his kingdom and so yeah Mm -hmm. like before that summer i had like no real thoughts about oh you know i think i'm gonna go to seminary it was (laughs) like that was just kind of a thing where i was like and it was like i even talked to like some of the leaders that summer like is this like too hasty of a decision here like Mm -hmm. I, you know, two weeks ago just decided, you know, I might want to be a pastor. Is it too late or is it too, uh, early to kind of just be like, I think that's what I'm going to do with my life. Uh, and they were like, Nah, I think, yeah, you should just, I mean, obviously keep consulting like the word of God mm. and prayer and just keep seeking primarily God's will for your life. And through that, um, that always entails keeping an open mind to God saying no to yeah. this is where I want to go with my life. Because, I mean, we know that the heart is deceitfully wicked. Like, it will try to deceive us. And so God will say no um, plenty of times in our lives whenever we think, oh, this is it. This is what I'm meant to do. That's an important thing as well. But then mm. also having the, I mean, just courage to follow those callings that God places on your heart. Yeah. And so the spiritual gifting stuff really does, I mean, it works itself out as long as the believer fulfills just his calling to, you know, put his life in the service of God.
0: Yeah. You summed it all up. It's like, how do I discern what my gifts are? Prayerfully, you know, it's in God's word. And as you're doing life, you're going to see what your gifts are. It's like, you don't have to like figure it out, but it's like you discern as you're Praying and doing life and reading God's word—it's gonna—it's gonna come out. And it's like you don't have to have it all figured out. And like Mason says, like God is going to um, show you in time through His word. So we have three guiding factors in what it looks like to use your gifts for God's glory. And the first one is, it's like you aren't the one who's deciding how to use your gifts. Yeah, like you're not the one
1: who ultimately decides. Mm how to use your gifts like god is sovereign in everything he's the one who dictates everything obviously that's what the word sovereign means and so to find out the sovereign will of god you don't have to go too much farther than the words that he has spoken um and so that just goes back to the principle that we mentioned earlier of just taking our minds and our hearts off of ourselves and fixing them on god it's like With our gifting, we don't focus inward towards ourselves. We focus to God. And then you mentioned it at the end of that first point. The second point is don't just sit around and think about it, but go serve the body of Christ.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, this may seem redundant. I was like, we're making a whole podcast on this, and we're just saying, it's like, go out, go. You know, use, go and use what God has given you. It's like, you don't have to figure it out, but... You just go and serve the body of Christ. It is, I mean, it's the
1: name of this podcast is Trust God, Bro. Mm. And so it's like, I mean, we're, it shouldn't be a surprise that we're telling you trust God with your spiritual gifting. That yeah. should probably be, uh, well, just from the title, probably
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: pretty self-evident. But yeah, like it really is. You don't need to worry about it because it is, I mean from god yeah and god's the one who works it out god's the one who i mean brings that gifting to bear fruit so
0: yeah it definitely takes faith i mean you got to go out and it's like you may not have it all together it's like but you're just gonna go and uh try your little part out and it's gonna be great you know so the third and final point we have is it's through service we discern our gifting and, you know, you guys are probably thinking it's like they're saying the same old thing. They're not saying anything new. And you're right, because it's it's not the other way around. If it's like I find my gifting and then I go serve, but it's like through my service, I find my gifting. There's a, there's a big distinction between those two. Yeah, I think this is just applicable in so much of the Christian
1: life. It's like it's just best experienced by going doing like the word of god is meant to be applied to life it's like this is how we learn experientially what the word of god teaches us is by going and applying it however you know Hmm. faultily and and imperfectly um is go serve the body of christ in any way possible Yeah.
0: yeah rise up be godly men be godly women rise up go Go. The last uh, thirty seconds of this podcast is just going to be exhortation now. So we're just going to exhort you guys. Actually, we have a take home verse. It's First uh, Peter four ten and eleven. And Mason, Nathan... oh, you want me? Yeah, Mason shared it earlier. And I, whenever you think of spiritual gifts, tuck this one in your head and bring it to mind. So you want to read it, Mason?
1: Yeah, like Dayton said, I shared it earlier. But it's First uh, Peter four ten to eleven. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another, as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks, as one who speaks oracles of God. Whoever serves, as one who serves by the strength that God supplies. In order that in everything, God may be glorified through through Jesus Christ. Mm. To Him belong glory and dominion forever and ever.
0: Amen. Mm. Amen. Yeah. It's to God's glory, and it's for our good, and go <laughs> um yeah so thanks mason for joining it's been a, a delight you know it's just from for my own soul for his too i'm sure so yeah any final thoughts huh? i just hope i didn't say anything heretical. yeah that'd be that'd be bad i don't think you did <laughs> and that's, that's how you trust god bro